Yo, Chad, what if I told you there's a platform that could completely revolutionize your hiring strategy in a matter of hours? Yeah, I'd call bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit with AI for jobs powered by our friends at This Way Global. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, While everyone else is fishing in the same old talent pools, AI for Jobs can source over 160 million diverse candidate profiles. This Way Global has established unique partnerships with over 8,500 trusted diversity partners. So wait a minute. All of the hard on-the-ground work is already done. That's right, Cowboy. You can discover 300 qualified candidates per job rack instantly. Wow. It's like having a candidate sourcing magic wand. (laughs) Dude, if you had a magic wand, you would have Mexican pizzas all day. Mm. Uh, Stop distracting me, Sowash. AI for Jobs Advanced Matching Algorithm analyzes past applicants using trillions of historical matching events and over 1,600 data points. Now that is what AI should be doing, saving recruiters time on sourcing while they provide a white glove candidate experience. Let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. Listen up, kids. Revolutionize your hiring process today by jumping over to thiswayglobal.com and checking out AI for Jobs, where you can learn more about how to leverage AI for your recruiting instead of just writing poems and grocery lists. That is thiswayglobal.com. We out. The struggle is real. Voices. We hear them every day. Some voices, like mine, are smooth and comforting. While, on the other hand, the Chad and Cheese podcast is like listening to a Nickelback album. You'd rather stab yourself in the ears with an ice pick. Anyway, you're now listening to Voices, a podcast series from Chad and Cheese that features the most important and influential voices within the recruitment industry. Try not to fuck it up, boys. What's up, everybody? This is Joel Cheeseman of the Chad and Cheese Podcast, joined as always by my co-host, Chad Sowash. And this is another episode of Voices. Today, (laughs) we are welcoming, with her resting Butchko face, Amy Butchko. There we go. To the show. Amy is director of TA Solutions at SAIC. Amy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joel. I'm May so God help you. Here. Yeah, you know, I was <laughs> I was cautioned that um, you oh, all might be a little hard on me. So come on, whatever. Warned. We're sweethearts. I was warned. We're so warm and fuzzy. And you're on the <laughs> you're on the you're on the voices. This is the the lightest of uh, of <laughs> of light of our shows. This is the light nat- of natural no, light. No yes. bullets, probably no booing. It's uh it's very very <laughs> warm and fuzzy. So we know that you're director of TA Solutions at uh, SAI. What's SAIC stand for by the way? Science Applications International Corporation, but it's not that is not part of oh, our yeah, that's, identity. That's all kinds of a sexy brand. That must <laughs> yeah. be fun. That must be fun to market. Okay, so in addition to being director of TA Solutions there, what else what else should our listeners know about you, Amy? Well, your listeners should know that I run our recruitment marketing and sourcing operations, serving an enterprise at SAIC that 
hires around 6,000 people a year, and we are 26,000 employees. So it is a, a pretty large enterprise. And my group is the engine behind the marketing and the hunt for our internal, what I kind of refer to as our internal staffing agency. So it's a pretty unique job. So which do you which do you uh, report to marketing or the uh, recruiting? That's side? a great question, Joel. I That's what we do here on Voices. <laughs> great questions. Yeah, I report to the vice president of talent acquisition. When it comes to talent acquisition solutions, it sounds like you are deep in tech all the time. Is that is that the case? It sounds like you get about a hundred calls a day from vendors. Yep, including you, Joel. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any idea what you're talking well, about. Okay. How long did we make it before I got that? That's nice. all right. That's all right. I, I had plenty of fun with Butchko before yeah, the show. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Um, yeah. So I do get a lot of calls and I am pretty deeply steeped in technology. And the it's one of my favorite things to talk about. It's actually how I found you all. Uh, you know, I consider you to be one of the better sources, you know, certainly from a podcast perspective, the best source of good information. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go on. This is not a great endorsement. Go on. Uh, Say more. Say more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this industry is changing really fast. And yeah. I've been in it now since, you know, I started as a recruiter around the year 2000. Mm -hmm. And I grew into a consulting environment where you know, I was working with a lot of different clients through the dot-com boom. And then, of course, that went pop. Right. So, I, right. So, had to kind of find a, you know, much like my short-lived journalism career, you know, that I, you know, I got my degree right as the newspapers started going out of business. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I kind of took my curiosity and my love of, of technology and design and ended up as a recruiter. And so I thought what I was going to be doing was recruiting technologists for a living forever. And then what happened, as you all know, is the technology started to kind of infect our jobs. Yeah. And we had to learn how to use that technology to stay relevant. And I felt that deeply, like I felt that viscerally as a recruiter. And so- Well, talk about how that actually changed what you were doing though, right? Because you're not doing column inches anymore. And I mean, mm -hmm. you you actually were coming in when everything was really starting to pop with, you know, monster.com had, had, had just launched in January of 99. And there yep. was this big push to put, to get everybody online. So- Ex try to explain, you know, kind of like the tools and learning and, and how that is so much different today, or is it different today? Tell us about the difficulty of copying, pasting an ad into <laughs> multiple job boards. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so keep in mind, so um, I am maybe not as old as I sound. I was a junior recruiter at that time. Uh, right. So, so it was my, you know, I was receiving those tools at that time. And so, you know, I learned, you know, so I got my monster account and, you know, I mean, all the stuff that you would, you would go and you would, you know, type in the words and find the people. But, but my first recruiting job was we weren't actually allowed to touch the internet because the guy that owned the staffing agency, by the way, I cried at my desk almost every day at that agency, but he didn't believe in the internet. And so, <laughs> right. So, so I learned. Well, he's he's still in business. He's not. 
actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah imagine but, that. Uh, right. So, but a lot of the, you know, I learned, I learned how to recruit from recruiters, real dyed in the wool headhunters, people with actual Rolodexes and fax machines on their desks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I learned the technology from the ground up. You know, my first job, I, you know, where I was like recruiting technical people, I was, I had to learn the difference between an Oracle DBA and an Oracle developer. And wow, that's great to know now. Right. So, you know, so, so making the transition, what for me, Chad, wasn't really about like, I didn't see all of this stuff happening as it was happening. What ended up happening for me was I started gravitating toward wondering things like, how could I automate and get all of these names off of this job board every day and have them delivered to my desk? Right. I was trying to hack those systems <laughs> to make my job easier. Once, you, I, once were, I got into a job where I was allowed to use the internet, which yeah, I you, obviously was. You were in a staffing company. So that was what every single staffing company was trying to do. And what, and what all the job boards and the resume databases out there were trying to fight against. Uh, once it, once it started the, the, the crawling and, and all that other fun mm-hmm. stuff. Yes, it made it easier, but also that was, uh, that was revenue that was lost every single day by those by those. Oh my sites. goodness! They lost so much. They had to have lost so much money. I mean, because if I can figure <laughs> it out, <laughs> seriously. But yeah, I mean, the, it was the wild west. But it was so that was so fun to be like you know back when you could like scrape LinkedIn with abandon. You could you just all of it. And now, of course, you know the the web is is a very different place, and and a lot of people have figured out how to how to aggregate that data. and and make it smarter. But I think, you know, when you look at, you know, where we were to where we are now, it's a quantum leap if you do it like that. But there's still places where businesses are operating like it's 2005. And, you know, and that's really been where, you know, my role, especially in a government contractor, where it's very, you're very risk averse, you're very cyber conscious, you know, the bad guys really are out there. I mean, we just saw this week, you know, to be topical, a gas pipeline has has created all kinds of ripples throughout our entire society because it was hacked. Right. So, the, you know, the, the struggle is real. And, you know, so so in my role, I am really balancing, you know, how do we find the people? How do we engage the people, right? So, because my job's two sides now, and I and and that's really where I think I have a unique role is that I it's two sided because I'm doing the marketing piece and the group that does the the hunting also sits in my organization, and the way that we have used technology to automate and make the attraction piece really efficient means that the folks that are sitting on the search side of the house have a real specific mandate mm-hmm. and the heart, you know, so they go find the, the real, the real, you know, the unicorns, the, the, the people that can't be found. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about TextKernel. 
Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, Text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> yeah, so so Amy, I appreciate that you've you've been in the industry for quite a while. Uh, by the way, when you said Rolodex, about half our audience pushed pause and <laughs> Went to go Google Rolodex, uh, so we appreciate that. <laughs> Curious, you just sort of outlined Rolodexes to hacking job sites. Right. And I feel like 2008 was the, the destruction of a lot of what happened from 2000, 2008. And what was born out of that was social media. There was, you know, Indeed, the rise of Indeed. There was the death of, some, you know, monster, you know, eventual death of a lot of the job boards that we use today. So in my version of 2008 is, wow, I'm really glad to be in government contracting because there's a lot of industries that are suffering right now. And, you know, I felt the same way in 2020. You know, there's, it's, it's a very resilient industry. Now, from a recruiting perspective, you know, I think that if you want to, take social media uh, as its own thing, you know, and maybe the advent of the smartphone, you know, I think is, is pretty intimately connected with that. You know, it's, it changed everything. You know, if you look at, you know, a great example of, I think, a technology that was absolutely the best of its time, and we haven't really seen anything since then that, that is so singular, the, the advent of jobs to web. And, and right around that time, that product was the best you could get to do this, you know, to, to try to engage the internet and do the social sharing to the degree that was possible. Mm -hmm. But, you know, do you agree, disagree? Yeah. I mean, Doug, Doug actually took something that Joel is very intimate when it comes to uh, uh, HR SEO. That was the name of his company. Uh, mm -hmm. he, he actually did this, but seeing what Doug did and how he built a platform to automate that. Uh, yeah, it was definitely it was definitely revolutionary for for our space. It was. Um, unfortunately, uh, the company that I work for was still using it in 2018. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> right. 
we laugh, but the number of companies still using something that was innovative in 2005 and six Monster. is probably a lot more than we think. Career yes. builder. <laughs> yes. I mean, people are still using those. I mean, the, those sure. products, right? I mean, it, at least those products. And then also Taleo, which is pretty much on its last leg. Sure. You know, someone's posting yeah. a job on ToledoJobs.com right now. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> yes. You know, so when I look at it that way, you know, trying to figure out how to modernize and and take the the good stuff because there's things that Jobs to Web did that nobody has actually done is is doing better still. Like there there are certain parts about the way the web tracks, and there's also certain restrictions that we have now that we didn't have then. That you know, I kind of look back and I'm like, hmm, you know, maybe I shouldn't. You know, she complains too much. But you know, when you look at how um, you know, if you want to take social, right? So you had the systems that then could sort of automate and do more of that social stuff, but you didn't really have the the reach that you have today back in 2008, in my opinion, you know, and I, you know, there wasn't an iPhone in every pocket or an equivalent device in every pocket today there is. And so, you know, I think that where the transition and really getting the lift out of the things that were developed in 2008, we're just seeing it now where it's become table stakes to be uh, relevant in the marketing aspect of this business. Well, well knowing that, Everybody has, we shouldn't say everybody, there's more access, there, there's easier access. You would think that companies understanding that would provide a better experience, but we're still seeing the, the same shitty experience that we saw back in the early 2000s, where you still have to register to apply for a job. Uh, you go into a black hole. I mean, there are so many different horrible experience points that we still have that we that we had decades ago and and you being obviously a part of the ta solutions group what are you guys doing to try to fix that good question he's saying you're part of the shitty experience amy (laughs) or or not i don't know no i hear you so good question um it's you know i you know if you think my mic was running hot before wait till you hear me now (laughs) the um the candidate experience is like my entire reason for resisting and figuring out how to make that better has is, you know, if I stopped today, that would be one of the things that I did for the company that I work for now, SAIC, that has made a difference. So let me tell you how this, this happened. So we had jobs to web and we had this languishing system, you know, that it suffered from, you know, everything from, you know, logging into a talent network, a double login to do the apply to the Taleo, um, and non-responsive design, which meant that my mobile application rate was 0.0001%. Oh, please. So, <laughs> it, true. So we ended up uh, doing an RFP to make some replacements where those types of factors were key. You know, we were looking for, you know, a recruitment marketing platform that had a, a good content management system, CMS, and also a good apply flow that would get our candidates into our system faster. And so today, you know, we've gone from, you know, an apply process that took 25 minutes, no kidding. And, you know, that was actually one of the ways that we were able to 
get rid of that old system and make the case was I sat down with our CHRO at the time and ushered her through an apply process at, at our company. How'd that go? And it was awful. I had to throw my outfit away. I and mean, I tell people I sweated all the way through my outfit. It, <laughs> it was 25 minutes of watching her try to do it on a laptop. And then she tried to do it on a, on her, her, her mobile phone. And it was awful. That was how we got the funding to do the RFP and find a new vendor, which we have. So we did that transition in 2018 and our current system gets us, you know, a less than five minute apply. There's no login. And yeah. Hey-oh. So, and we've been able to quadruple our applicant flow. So, so, so the, the, the people out there that are asking, how do they do it? Give them some tips and tricks. What'd you discover on so efficiencies? So efficiencies, get rid of your login. Just, you don't need it. Most of the, most of the career site, there are leading career site applications out there, you know, and Chad, I think give you a chance to give a plug. Cause I actually just downloaded the, the talent acquisition technology guide for uh-huh. mid and enterprise for me. Tell, tell folks who that was from. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's tremendous. Go there. And, and look at it. Oh, you're talking about Madeline Lorano's. Yeah. So aptitude research. Yeah. She's, she puts out great research. So you talk about the, the applicant tracking system, like the 120 page applicant tracking system research that she did. Yes. It is amazing. Yeah. But it's, it's the ATS plus, you know, with an eye toward CRM capability. Yeah, but that's what we're starting to see, though, with ATSs is, is that they're starting to want to be the all-in-one, right? You, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got real mixed feelings. You know, that that can be the the next time we we get together. It can be today, Amy, because <laughs> I think it's an important topic. I mean, there's there's a race to be the one platform, and it sounds like you're not so into that. I, I am, Joel. If it would work, I would be <laughs> all about it. There it is. But it doesn't, and why doesn't it? So one of the things Madeline said, and I will, I will echo her here, and I love being able to echo a woman in tech, and thank you for you know, listening to us women in tech who have a perspective here. What she said was that each enterprise, each business has to know what they need. You have to sit with yourself first. You have to sit with your business first. And once you know what your business needs and what your candidate pool will tolerate, then you can come up with a solution. And your solution might be, yep, just let me open up the the box that has all of the ATS, the CRM, the CMS, the the referral platform, the training platform, the all of the HCM stuff in it, all of it. I'll just open up the box, sure, plug it in. But in my experience, I've never worked for a business that didn't have some special needs. And so that's why I'm skeptical. Keep on binging. Episode two with Amy is ready and available. And if you're not already subscribed, look for The Chad and Cheese wherever you listen to podcasts and hit that subscribe or follow button. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. 
You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.